Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your favorite Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bo Brock live at the PHNX headquarters in downtown Phoenix. And no, we were not late because we were watching the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> we just make sure we finally tune this show for all of you. So Bo Brock, Johnny Venerable can sit here and talk about, but what the hell's going on with DeAndre Hopkins? Where is his market? And I don't I don't disregard the question, you know, are the Cardinals better off just keeping him at this point? Uh, yeah, but it is best for both parties, right? And it was nice to see a little nugget this morning. Friend of the program, Ian Rappaport, tweeting out that now that Brandon Cooks has been moved, it looks like the market for DeAndre Hopkins is ramping up with interested teams. You're like, because yesterday we're trying to determine which teams are actually players for DeAndre Hopkins. And then our friend of the program, another one, Benjamin Albright, outlining some newcomers to it. I I mean, it's just a big, big party as far as VHNX Cardinals goes. But yeah, yeah, we're going to get into all that. But, you know, to immediately answer the question and kind of what we titled the show with the Arizona Cardinals regret trading DeAndre Hopkins, I think in the near future, there's going to be, some remorse right there's going yeah. to be a little bit of jealousy to watch number 10 or whatever number new digit he could be wearing for his new team make big time plays i think that yeah you're gonna see that you're gonna be like ah, i remember what we used to have right and you're gonna you probably text deandre hopkins jump into his dms uh you know next season but beyond that like i think that the arizona cardinals business wise as far as their rebuild it's the right move and it's yeah. also with respect to the player who is on record wanting this for his legacy to play for a championship and contend for a championship, it's important for DeAndre Hopkins. So I maintain this. I'll continue to maintain this. This is mutually beneficial. So with that being said, not a whole lot of regret. I I also don't buy into the narrative, and I've seen this, not a ton, but I've seen this on and off, that DeAndre Hopkins is forcing the Cardinals' hand. That is not, that's 100% false. The Cardinals held DeAndre Hopkins out those final games of the regular season in preparation for this. Jordan Schultz came on this show in January and talked about it, that the Cardinals were adamant they were going to trade DeAndre Hopkins. This is a Cardinal-driven move. Now it's going to work out, I believe, to Hopkins' benefit. He could go to a contender next year, probably pay him more money. The Cardinals, conceivably or not, going to give him any additional guaranteed dollars. So I, I, I think DeAndre Hopkins can come out of this very much on the side of, hey, guys, I just want to play ball for whoever wants me to play ball for them. I'm not demanding a trade. This is not Patrick Peterson-esque. 
And yeah. I, I don't think it'll ever get to that level again where Peterson says, trade me out of here. This team is sorry. I want to go play for a contender. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins would play for the Cardinals next year if the Cardinals came out and said, we're committed to Diop. We love Diop. He's going to be an Arizona Cardinal. Now, yeah. would be DeAndre Hopkins like secretly be disappointed? Who knows? And maybe the Cardinals could say, well, we're going to flip you at the deadline if something were to transpire. Maybe they could say that behind closed doors. But this is not a DeAndre Hopkins-driven narrative. Like, who the hell doesn't want to play with Patrick Mahomes right now and Andy Reid? Of course that's appealing to DeAndre Hopkins. But it's appealing for the Arizona Cardinals, Bo Brock, that they get back at least something in return of value. And right now, we're kind of in a little bit of a holding pattern as it relates to, is it a two? Is it a two plus? I mean, the last mm -hmm. reports that we saw from Ian Rappaport and Albert Breer was the Cardinals won a two and additional some change. Uh, yeah. yeah, some change, a fourth, a fifth, maybe a player thrown in. And, you know, there's rumors now Jerry Judy's available. The the Broncos seemingly are – it feels like they're ready to part ways with him. Yeah. The Cardinals, I think, have a sense of urgency, and that's why we saw that rap sheet tweet go out to get this done because I do think that while it's not apples to oranges, like Judy's market I think is closer to Hopkins' market because with Brandon Cooks, older, injury-prone, off a bad season – like Judy can still be va valued by teams as he could be a number one. He's young. He hasn't been paid yet. I don't know. It just, it feels like, and I've seen some people in the chat kind of talk about, well, should they wait till after the draft? They have an incentive to do a deal soon. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, I think they do. I think that it's something that they wanted to kind of check off their list early on in the off season and the market has not materialized to their liking, right? And that's that's fine. That's reality. That's the reality of, of the business, especially when you're dealing with a player who's on the wrong side of 30. He's, 30, he's going to be in his age 31 season, and he's coming off a suspension. He's coming off of missing 17 games, whatever the last two seasons, I believe, is the statistic after a guy who only he missed very few games in his first nine seasons. So, you know, DeAndre Hopkins obviously has a bunch of red flags, high contract, and then you have the asking price where, you know, you know when he's available that he can be just as his lead as he always was. But, you know, you've got the Jerry Judy who's like Christian Kirk 2.0. And I say right. that nicely, right? Because he hasn't had a thousand yard receiver season, receiving season. He hasn't established himself, but you've seen some nice flashes. You just haven't seen the consistency, but in the right situation, could he emerge like Chris, Christian Kirk did where Jacksonville got on and early paid him a ton, paid a price for it. And then were rewarded. Right. And he was a main piece of that offense where like, do you want to take the risk as far as being too late? on DeAndre Hopkins. And I think that there's that risk when you're a franchise, like you're looking maybe to some younger pieces, maybe some more controllable pieces than, Hey, we're just going to add this guy. He's going to be our short-term solution. He's going to be the best option we have, but man, does it, there's a lot of risk involved. So I think they're just kind of weighing that, but it was interesting to see, you know, some of the teams that have been added to this from the guy that's been on top of this, just as much as Jordan Schultz, Benjamin Albright today, kind of add that, uh, the some some teams in the mix that we weren't necessarily hearing earlier on. Yeah, he. This is uh, via Michael Marino on Twitter. Uh, via Albright uh, must have been on radio saying teams I'm told are interested with the possible capital pull off Hopkins include, but are not limited to New England, which has felt like a team in the mix since the beginning. The Giants again that we heard a lot of at the NFL Combine. I think a lot of people recently were like, well, they signed some players. They didn't sign or trade for DeAndre Hopkins. So let's put that to bed. The Titans, which again, may feel like fool's gold for some people, but Austin Ford has a relationship with everybody in that building and they have 
outside of Traylon Burks, no, no quality wideouts to speak of. And then here's a new team, the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons, who by and large, the receiving core is mid at best. They've got a bunch of threes and fours in that receiving core. So then that begs the question, Bo Brock, I got to ask this before the show is a really good question. Like, could there be a possibility? Because we know Atlanta is interested in moving up in the NFL draft. Could there be a possibility deal, in which huh? in which you could flip D hop and the third overall pick to Atlanta? But it'd have to be it'd have to be for all the picks, right? Because that <laughs> that that, that infinite money is infinite picks, yeah. right? Um, yeah, because like Atlanta's all of your picks with that, yeah, right. That, that's Atlanta's right. Atlanta's going them. from seven to picks. three, and it, I I I just don't know if they have the appetite for that. Now the team that's not on there that Benjamin said keep an eye on, and if you look at their Twitter. They've already made the trade for about a ham sandwich. Are our Kansas City Chiefs and, and the Chiefs fandom? Is that what feel they like? Want? They're gonna, yeah, they basically feel like, well, we we're going to get Hopkins for nothing, and the Cardinals are going to like it. So, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't hate that I don't see them on there because I'm a little bit irritated by their fan base thinking they're going to get him for <laughs> well, free. Well, thank God they they don't actually control what Brett Veach does, the general manager True. there, or Andy or Monty Ford. Uh, but Andy Reid does have a history of of winning a lot of trades. Um, but I mean, Atlanta, I. It would be such a weird move for Atlanta if they, because they're gonna gift DeAndre Hopkins. I like what I I I think it's an up and coming receiving core. I liked what we saw from Drake London early on. Uh, I mean, but to gift Desmond Ritter, that's the plan. Because your point would be they would not only get DeAndre Hopkins, but then trade for up to three. You know what? they They would get that quarterback prospect at three. I you know what I don't hate that. Um, so you mentioned Desmond Ritter. The Cardinals were interested in Joshua Dobbs. They missed out on Joshua Dobbs for whatever reason. Could could you get could you get Desmond Ritter back in the trade to kind of be your developmental quarterback you, until Kyler comes back? I don't think he's I making, want that. He's making no money. He beat him last year. Like, I also forgot Desmond Drake Ritter London play was on against the, team. the Cardinals. I mean, he's yeah, he was bad. That, that offense, if it wasn't for the run game, I don't think that they squeak packs David Blau in I, the Arizona Cardinals mighty offense that day. I, I think the only way that the Atlanta situation makes sense to me is if they trade for Lamar Jackson and they have a pick left over that they could ship you for Diop. They have a bunch okay. of money, they've got to win right away. I don't want to see Anthony Richardson air air mailing balls to DeAndre Hopkins with all due respect. <laughs> like it. If they're interested in Lamar, find a way to get Lamar and D-Hop together. That, that'd be awesome, right? It's a reason why we don't think Baltimore is viable because, number one, they don't have any second-round picks, and number two is they don't, they don't have certainty with their quarterback situation. you you got to look at teams that are trying to push their, their chips into the middle of the table. Like Kansas City's like, well, we lost a bunch of wideouts. We need a wideout. Same with New England. They're not great at the position. I, I, but to, it feels like to me right now today, if you had to ask me where he's going, I would still I would still pick New England. I would still think it's Bill Belichick. The sense of urgency when that Aaron Rodgers trade goes down to the Jets, they're going to basically have to say to themselves, we're the fourth worst team in this division by a mile. It's not even close. Pat's gang in the chat, and he's he's trying to will it into existence. Sure, yeah, love Lamar and D-Hop to New England. I think the Patriots fans, the yeah, everybody would welcome that with open arms and understand that what is it the 11 picks that they have right now in Foxborough Bill Belichick I mean they'd Shoot be willing to pay the price right because yeah. they were at the top of the mountain they know what it looks like and they've been they've fallen significantly down the mountain and realize it takes more than just going out there 
shopping on the free agent market. They've done yeah. that. The Nelson Aguilar's, the 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 Kendrick Bournes going out there, John o. Smith, Hunter Henry, numerous additions to this passing attack, and none of them the solution, right? So you know, either at the quarterback position or the playmaker position. So it, you know, they they realize that when somebody's available in the steep price or don't get that kind of uh, that sticker kind of don't shy away from it. So yeah, I, I think that they, they probably are willing to get back into it in a very competitive AFC East, by the way. I mean, that's, that's the, they're AFC toast. West. They're toast. Um, Let's yeah. be honest. you've got to, you got to make some big moves to get back in there with the heavy hitters of that division. Now, I mean, with, with the bills and the prospect that the jets could be in on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that uh, you, you got to kind of, you have to win this arms race or get into the arms race in some, some way. And DeAndre Hopkins would certainly help that. And, and it would it would take, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins and then you've got Juju playing the slot, right? That, yeah. look, that sounds a lot better because right now it's Juju playing the slot most of the time. And then what, on the outside, you've got Devontae Parker, you got a Kendrick mm-hmm. Bourne. I mean, that just doesn't like incite any fear into any AFC or any a- AFC East team's hearts at all. Yeah, it just, it feels like right now we're in a holding pattern with with minimal momentum but with that rap sheet tweet today, are you of the mindset that that was put out by the Cardinals purposely to try to drum up market? Or do you feel like there is some significant momentum? Because, you know, we we know rap sheet's got a relationship with the people in the Cardinals front office. He's the first one to break any news story pertaining to the team. And it's like, have the Cardinals not gotten a phone call in a couple of days on D-Hop and are trying to drum up some interest? Because I, for me... I was of the mindset this was going to get done right after the start of free agency. Mm-hmm. I'd felt that for, for a long time. I gotten text messages after the combine saying that his market's significant. Like this is going to happen real quick. We thought there was, was an outside chance when we we're in Indy that, that it was going to go down and it hasn't yet. And while I, I am with you of the mindset, Bo said something very smart. Oh my. The, the, now once in a while you get one, right? Is that the, <laughs> if you need D hop today, you're still going to need him six to eight weeks from now. No one in this draft, with all due respect, no one in the free agency pool who have signed or are unsigned, whether you're Odell Beckham or, you know, DJ Chark, is going to be the equivalent of having DeAndre Hopkins on your team. And there are no right. other significant wideouts of note, even a Jerry Judy, et cetera, that are going to equal that. Brandon Cooks, with all due respect. So, uh, so from that I- mindset, yeah, that, that, that mindset, you can feel good about, okay, come to us when you're ready to make a deal. I just, for, for me, I don't think the Cardinals have that benefit. I feel like yeah. you want some clarity on this and good hell. If it's not a, a quality pick and you've got to turn to your fan base, the same fan base you looked at when you sold away An- Anquan Bolden for two threes in the in the peak of his, his prime, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it would be a tough pill to swallow. It would. It would. And you also see, you know, uh, some Cardinals burner, a good Cardinals Instagram account that I encourage people to check out along with PHNX underscore Cardinals on Instagram. Uh, he reached out to D-Hop, slid into his DMs, and was asking about Kyler Murray. And he had this to say about Kyler. He, he's been pro-Kyler. So, like, as far as what he had to say, we've got the screenshot, Jacob's uh, on the ones and twos behind the scenes here for us. If you're going elsewhere, is it because you want to win or is it because you don't like K-1? I'm tired of hearing these people slam K-1 if he's really not a bad guy. Hop said this, love K1, bro. I hate he gets slander. Dude is a winner. 
So that was a conversation between DeAndre Hopkins. He didn't. He never gets back to any of my DMs where I say, "Let's get this thing, D Hop. Let's let's get that dub today." DeAndre, redo your contract. <laughs> Take less money so we can get a higher pick. That I wonder was, why he's not responding to those. That was uh that was actually the the biggest key, in my opinion, of of Ian Rappaport's report today was that in order, it's one of the variables of getting something done is he's going to have to restructure that deal. He's going to have to. And, and DeAndre Hopkins, the reports were as of what last week, he's willing to to move on that deal. If you're Monty Austin Ford, and I don't know if he's said this or not, but Bo and I have talked about this off air. Like if you're the Cardinals, why the fuck wouldn't you just pay DeAndre Hopkins salary this year to buy a pick? Like you're not, right. you know, hoarding right. salary cap, right? To go sign, you know, Javon Hardgraves or whatever you want to do or Odell Beckham at $20 million a year, why would you not just say, we can, we can pick up the tab? Are you yep. worried about the optics with your fan base? I think give the fan base that they've got the, the, their acumen is immense when it comes to this kind of thing. They're plugged in. Like, I don't, I don't think you're going to be able to sit up there at a, at a press conference and say, well, we, we didn't want to pay Hopkins bill. So, you know, we had to take a lesser pick. No, no, no. Get the best pick you can. Like the money this year is is all relative, and this was never going to be an off season where you were up against the cap. So I use that to your advantage. It's going to be a one off this year. Uh, front load it, eat a bunch of money, go pay D Hop, and that looks good by D Hop saying the Cardinals are fitting the bill. I appreciate yeah. the Cardinals, everything they've done. You leave on good terms for once with a star player, and then maybe you get a better pick in exchange. That that to me makes no sense. The Cardinals have the fourth, third or fourth most cap space in the NFL right now. Use it. To, to go buy a pick because that second round pick, hopefully whomever you get is going to be a staple of this team for the next half decade plus. That's a lot bigger than fitting the bill for D-Hop for six months. Right. I, I don't get that at all. And if you're just le- reading the tea leaves, you're looking at even the deals that they made today. If you look at every single deal that they've made this yeah. offseason, how long are they? One. One to two. That's One to it. two. Max, right? There's not Max. a single person in there that's that's getting a third year, fourth year. It's not it's not like beyond 2024. And you know, I think that that's just very telling. Obviously, you know, it would be it would further the point of what this organization is doing. Now, I'm I'm not of the belief like, hey, they're tanking. It, tanking might be a product of it, right? It might be a product of what they're doing and and how they're fixing this mess. Uh, you know, people can look and point to Michael Bidwell, say he's cheap and he doesn't want to win. He's, he's learning some harsh lessons. He's learning that he's done things uh, incorrectly for a long time. I'm sure he's, he's just seeing that the actions from his general manager and his head coach and the moves that are happening as far as the roster and beyond within that organization, why people are, you're seeing a mass exodus and you're seeing this reset be even harder than people anticipated. But these are the moves that, that are necessary and you know this is this is just one of those things where you've got a an asset in DeAndre Hopkins, and you've got to maximize that. And if you have to throw a couple salary cap dollars into it, why not do it? Because you're gonna you're gonna have to eat a lot of shit anyway in 2023. Why not just do that to to where in 2024 the off season you're just now you're set up. You're you're truly at the the neutral spot to where yeah. you can start to add. Uh, and you've got a you've got a probably a boatload of picks from the previous offseason that you you know a little bit about, right? And hopefully you've got some building blocks there. Just feels like with that rap sheet tweet, um, you, you can't have it come out that it's ramping up, and then we're sitting here sitting on our right. hands this time next week, and there's no <laughs> trade. Uh, something went horribly wrong. I'm going to tell you what doesn't go horribly wrong 
is when you use our product, our friends at Roman. And listen, the, a lot of guys want to have, and gals, want to have a better sex life. And again, up to 50% of men have symptoms that really get in the way of wanting to enjoy sex, right? So if you want a better sex life, listen, you're not, not alone. Roman is here to help friends. Roman is the digital health clinic for men, addressing a variety of sexual needs, health needs, offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain, get this, a strong erection. Roman offers discreet wipes. You love to see that, that help you last, get this, four times longer in bed. My love God. those wipes. Did you man. see that, uh, that Scotty Pippen's ex-wife said that they used to, during their marriage, 23 years, four times a night? He was ahead of his time with Roman. He must like, like he had to yes. been dipping into like the early road the early days. Yeah, collection. For, <laughs> <laughs> men with low testosterone. I get it. Getting those testosterone levels back up to normal will absolutely help increase your libido. And Roman offers a testosterone test. So if you're like, I don't even know where to start. First of all, we're going to get you tested, which includes get this lab processing. Right? This isn't a rinky dink test, but this is also discreet and it's appropriate for you. For your treatment, if you've got low testosterone, the best part about it, it's all done from home. There's no waiting rooms. There's no hassle. It's straightforward, a digital experience from the comfort of your home. If medication or testing is appropriate, Roman will send it directly to your door. Modernize. You love to see it. You love to see people getting the help that they need to increase their sex drive. Everything arrives in discreet packaging, by the way, within two days Free shipping. Again, check it out. It is um, row.co slash, you guessed it, PHNX, 20% off your entire first order. That's row.co slash PHNX to learn more about how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, Bo. DeAndre Hopkins is row.co for some passing attacks that maybe want to perform at a higher level, right? Sure, that's what he could do. That's what he could do for a team that's in need of top wide receiver play. If you're in need of immediate vibes increases, well, head over to Four Peaks. They got the Ooh. World Baseball Classic final on right now. We got our, mm-hmm. our watch along going on. Our guys at PHNX yep. D-backs give a great insight, great just back and forth conversation. Derek probably learning something that disappoints him about Jesse, some movie he didn't watch or something he didn't know about popular culture uh, because he's such a young buck. Are just so locked in. He's into legit like 12 years old, baseball. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like Jesse's 12. Yeah. But you can tune into the, the watch along and you'll see that. But if you're at Four Peaks, you could do it on your phone. Just make sure you subscribe to PHNX underscore four sports and you're enjoying their great beer. They still have their spring baseball going on. You've got spring training going on all around the valley for a couple more days. And they've got their spring brewery tours throughout March. Pre-game beer baseball outing with Four Peaks. $25 tickets. This is an incredible deal. $25 yeah. tickets. They include a brewery tour. They include beer samples, mainstay pint. So you get a pint glass, I believe. You get Brenda. a brat, you get chips, and you get a clear bag with four peaks swag for 25 bucks. I can't, I don't think you can find a deal better than that right now anywhere yeah. else but four peaks. You got to check them out on social as well at four peaks brew. Get the latest on Arizona's premier craft brewery, of course, synonymous with our great state. It's woven within the fabric. Think about Arizona. You think about brewing beer or great beer. You think about Four Peaks. Check out their fourpeaks.com slash events calendar for all your beer week entertainment on any upcoming events that you need to know about. You got to be 21 years or older to enjoy the beer, but you don't have to, to go just hang out and enjoy the vibes. Enjoy the great food. 
But of course, if you are 21 years or older, enjoying that beer, enjoy it responsibly. Uh, good comments in the in the comments section. Bucky Bird, I've got uniform updates for you and Bo. Johnny will hit us with it. We're going to talk about what we know with regard to the updates to the uniforms, if they're coming, and what does it mean for the Cardinal logo? Is it changing? Is it staying? We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Marco saying David Blau is better than Cam Newton. I would agree with that. A lot of people showing Cam Newton some love. He was throwing at Auburn's pro day today, Bo Brock. Wait, you, you, you're, you're Blau over Newton or Newton over Blau? Me, I'm probably Blau over Cam Newton. Wow. I saw Cam Newton okay. try to play football uh, recently. It was <laughs> it was not a pretty sight. Um, I think it would I be chaos. Even... I, I would love to see it. I mean, <laughs> if, if if this, like, look. No. Looking at this roster and, and who's going to deploy a defensive line. Look, I'm just being real. It's a rebuild, right? Why not, for the short term, just bring in somebody a little chaotic, somebody that can make things a little exciting, uh, just watching them just sling it a little bit during the Auburn Pro Day. I wouldn't mind just seeing what – just kicking the tires on old Cameron Newton. I, I don't have a problem with that. Well, he does fit kind of the build of what Drew Petzing succeeded last year with Jacoby yeah. Brissett. So, and listen, it wouldn't be my least favorite thing, um, but I don't think it's imminent. Something that is imminent, by the way, it's actually a done deal. Cardinals signed two players today. Let's start with the uh, returning Antonio Hamilton, a cornerback who, by and large, we talked about on yesterday's show, was set to start opposite Byron Murphy before his accident in the kitchen last year where he had, I think, severe third-degree burns, <laughs> um, managed to come back and, and played pretty well, um, but he's back in the fold. He gets a basically a one-year contract uh, via reports. It's like $1.8 million or $1.08, so close to the vet minimum. Uh, and speaking of the vet, vet minimum, the Cardinals also signed – Former first-round pick of the Seattle Seahawks. I think he was like the 28th overall pick. Uh, LJ Collier. Uh, mm -hmm. He gets a one-year deal, um, and he's only 28 years old. He's a pass rusher. Rumor is they're going to play him all over the defensive line at one of the four spots. He's making the vet minimum. Any of these moves do anything for you, Bo Brock? I mean, I'm a big Antonio Hamilton fan. Is this yeah. not whole lot not to like about ham i mean as far as how he carries himself the way he approaches the game somebody who's a journeyman before he settled here in the desert a couple seasons ago and then emerged last training camp and had one of the best training camps of this roster i know it was it was camp country club but antonio hamilton was out there with his lunch pail his hard hat he was he came to work to play right and at 20, at 29 he earned his first starting job he was a guy that he told us he was on the bottom of every depth chart he was a part of and then made his way up and took a stranglehold over Marco Wilson at the time of that CB2 spot, along with Byron Murphy being CB1. And Antonio Hamilton, unfortunately, suffered the freak incident where he poured the, the flaming hot grease on his legs and had to sit out. He had to go on the four-week uh, football non-football injury list. And yeah. it, it stopped him from starting the season with this team where he earned a spot. And then he came in, and as far as coverage grades, according to Pro Football Focus, he had the best, you know, cornerback coverage grade of anybody in that room, um, and he played fine. He, he's a he's a guy that can play at this level, and as far as you know, a whole a placeholder for younger players. I think Antonio Hamilton's great. He's going to be thirty years old. He's making nothing, and he's going to take advantage of it. Continue to take advantage of every opportunity he gets. So now you've got Marco Wilson. And Antonio Hamilton, you got guys that right now, if you needed to, you could pencil them as a starters. And I know that makes yeah. people a little queasy 
but you gotta you gotta know that there's they're probably gonna supplement that with some younger players, some drafted players, as high as the first round, depending on what they do. If they trade down, could a Christian Gonzalez be in the play? Could a Devin Witherspoon from Illinois be in play? Some of the top cornerback yeah. prospects. And you've got guys that could be bridges to those guys finding their way at the NFL level. So I I really don't have any issue with that. Uh, you know, I think that uh, they did just add an offensive line as well. Yeah, just, I saw that. They're they're adding Dennis Daly to a two-year contract. Looks like he has experience playing with the Carolina Panthers. So they've got a ton of depth, like just a bunch of guys that are going to compete. Nobody's going to blow you away. Um, but, you know, I, I think Hamilton earned this another contract with the cards. And then LJ Collier, I mean, I thought it was interesting, Jeremy Fowler, who's in the know NFL insider for ESPN said that the Cardinals expect him to play a versatile role on this defensive line. Like mm-hmm. he's going to move around on this defensive line. So now you've got Collier, you've got Kevin strong who has experience with both uh, your general manager and assistant general manager. There's, there's guys that know the systems guys that are going to come in and compete. Uh, but guys that, you know, you're not going to say, Hey, you got one play left clock is winding down. Who's going to make a play for you. I don't know if you would ever bring up these guys, but they're guys that on a snap-to-snap basis are going to be in the right spot. They're going to compete their asses off and maybe be placeholders for younger players. Yeah, and the the best part is you're going to draft players and and you're not going to have an issue if the rookie or undrafted rookie outperforms any of these guys and you can play them with no heavy hearts. Like, you know, Vance Joseph, we love him to death. He, he showed too much favoritism to his journeyman players. Like the Cardinals would sign these kind of players in off seasons of the past with Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime, and they would play over first and second and third round picks. And we're like, what the hell are you doing? That's not going to happen. Um, LJ is an interesting case study because I, I think I'm just guessing here. I don't know this definitively much better run defender. Can't rush the passer, right? Uh, He, people thought he could, that's why he was a first round pick, but he's got three career sacks in four seasons. It's a good run defender though. So I would imagine, could you kick him inside as a, as a three technique on early downs and help uh, assuming you've got like a Will Anderson to his right or to his left. I don't hate that. Again, he's been in Seattle. He's been on the roster for four years. He finished out his rookie contract. So he's been available. Dennis Daly uh, played with Tennessee last year. No surprise. PFF grades are not good. So we're not going to (laughs) sugarcoat that, but he's got a relationship with Monty Austin Ford. Um, This is a flyer to your contract. Again, you know, I can't remember if it's like the NBA where these vet minimum contracts do not affect your salary cap. None of these guys are making any money. So they're, they're going to try to determine, okay, who can we kind of fit in here on the cheap? And maybe they can parlay it into another deal. You know, uh, I don't give Steve Kime a ton of credit on this show, but once upon a time, he did do some good things. What was one of his best attributes was the Kime time signings, the one-year contracts. Like James Conner was great for this team on a one-year deal. And then they kind of parlayed that into a little bit of a, a balloon deer, and that wasn't great. A.J. Green yeah. was great on a one-year deal. I think the Cardinals have a, a new philosophy. I know they do. It's like, let's sign some players, and if they can play, we're going to cut them because right. they can't play. <laughs> but if they can play, maybe we'll just we'll ride it out. Somebody can go pay them next offseason, and we'll get a yeah. comp pick, or we'll pivot, and we'll give them another deal. But I, I, I just – it feels like, to me, this is clarity for Cardinal fans of like, okay – we have familiarity with these guys, not us, not the casuals, but like they have a familiarity with these players. Right. And so they watched Antonio Hamilton's tape last year and they're like, okay, we'll bring him into camp. We'll give him a one-year contract. 
And if he's great, he can be on the active roster. If he has a horrible camp, we'll cut him tomorrow. And we'll play this undrafted rookie or we'll play this mid-round pick. No, this is the no strings attached offseason, right? right? Remember that Instinct album where they're all doing the puppeteers? That's that's what all these guys should look like for the Arizona card. No strings attached. Don't put make that face. You're older than me. You remember that album. That no strings BFC attached. Guy. You know, the, well, of I, course, we all yeah. were old, but I remember that <laughs> the no strings attached off season. It's Monty and Gannon, and they're the puppeteers, right? And you've got all these free agents. It's like, mm, are you going to stick around? No, he knows, we but touch, so they we can cut, touch you right. if we need to, it. right? But they're on strings, but it's the no <laughs> strings attached. All right, you got your laptop in front of you. Google the no strings attached. Cover. No, I Listen, know what you're saying. I come I on get now. What you're saying, yes. <laughs> you're saying no strings attached, but there are absolutely strings attached that they can cut. Now, I don't make the rules. Justin right. Timberlake and company made the rules. Exactly. I'm, I'm just fine. Exactly. Just yeah. Them. Dennis Daly, a little bit more insight with the Cardinals press release. It's an official deal. Uh, they signed him into a two-year contract. Like we said, goes back with uh, what we immediately or what we said a couple minutes ago that they're not committing to anybody beyond two years. Six foot six, three hundred twenty-six pounds. The Cardinals, how they they kind of shine up this deal is that he played 17 game last with the last season with the Titans, 15 starts at left tackle, and helped running back Derrick Henry uh, mm. finish second in the NFL with over 1,500 yards rushing. Mm. Uh, 26 years old, six round pick uh, out of South Carolina, so he just has experience and, and he has familiarity. He's the type of player that I think. And, and when Monty Austinport was hired as the general manager, he's a guy that can find guys that can kind of hold their head above water at the NFL level and sometimes compete at a high level. And, and you look at the penalties, you'd like to see that number come down. Uh, and you like to see, of course, the sacks surrendered number come down. And I think playing with Malik Willis didn't exactly help that. Uh, you, you know, a rookie quarterback not playing, he didn't play at a power five school, probably ran into a bunch of sacks, but still a number you want to see come down. Um, it's look Look at this offensive line group right now. It's, Do it's, I have to? It, they're just flooding that that group yeah. with numbers. They are. I yeah. mean, and you've it, got three of the five starters from last year, right, coming back, and 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 Josh Jones. I'd be interested to see if they maybe even just flip Josh Jones at this point. Is he an asset? Right. I mean, a guy that that has competed that hasn't gotten a true opportunity. Could they flip? What could him you get for, for Josh Jones? What could you get? I don't think you could get much beyond probably maybe like, like a fifth or a sixth fifth round pick. You could probably yeah. get a fifth for Josh Jones. He's in a contract year. Um, he, he'd be like Cody Ford was last year and Cody Ford, right. the Cardinals were the idiots that paid a fifth round pick for him. At least Cody Ford. I mean, Cody Ford is a high two. Josh Jones at least yeah. was a late three. So that, I mean, it's, Hey, but it's his all- grade, they graded him as a first round pick. Mm, that's true. I did. <laughs> I had him going in the first round. Listen, when he's played, he's been fine. Dennis Daly, you know what his most impressive stat is, is that he played 16 games under Mike Vrabel. Like if, if Mike Vrabel said, we're going to trot you out for 16 games, we're not going to go practice squad. We're not going to make a trade. We feel confident in you, even though your PFF grades are awful like that. I'll, I'll take a flyer on somebody like that. Mike Vrabel is a damn good head coach. And so that, Again, I know he doesn't coach the offensive line, but he watched him suit up every every week for that team and play tackle for a team that the year before vied for where they were the number one seed in the AFC. They vied for a playoff spot last year. So I don't hate it. How could you like I, I get it? You're and nobody's overwhelmed by any of these signings. I get it. But to say, like, I hate these moves, they don't cost the Cardinals any money. Now no. you can say, Well, I want the Cardinals to spend money. We're paying a premium to watch this team hundred percent. I get that. Um, let's wait for the draft. Let's wait for the summer. 
Let's see what the team looks like. Let's judge them in September. We're going to judge this team, right? It's, you know, we get it back and forth. And I touched on this a little bit yesterday. The team was awful last year. They had a ton of talent, right? They were poorly coached. I, I think we're going to get the flip flip the script this year. I think they're going to play above their talent, above their, their means. They're going to be much more prepared um, with a fourth place schedule, mind you, mm-hmm. to come out and, and make Cardinal fans proud. And I think we're going to see the vision. I know we are of these young players that they're going to bring in and the fact that they're going, what the hell is going on? Somebody score some runs or something? Yeah. Lots of, lots of F celebratory F bombs. All right. Well, let's do some celebratory <laughs> super chats. Could we, okay. uh, the topic 64 99. We need a CB one or two tall wide receivers, a DT an edge or two, um, outside or offensive line. Probably. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, they need, we talked about yesterday, topic 64, they need everything. They could go into this draft and say, we need everything, but they're going to prioritize to your point, those premium positions. Yeah. Gone are the days where they're going to prioritize small wideouts and star off ball linebackers. Right. And paying running backs, $10 million a year. That's the time way that's done. They're going to prioritize O-line and D-line and corners. And I, I, we're going to see that I think in about 30 days, Bo. Now, what we'd like to think, though, is with these these additions, these stop gaps, these bridges, that they're not going to, you know, keep any premium picks from playing because that was one of our biggest issues yeah. with the previous coaching 100%. staff, right? It's like if you go out there, you're going to re-sign Antonio Hamilton. Great, you're gonna you've got Marco Wilson on the roster. Uh, you got Nate Harrison, who's pretty much a practice squad guy, and then Christian Matthew. So not a deep neat group at the cornerback position. But if you go out there and say you trade down, you're at seven, you're at eight or whatever, and you take a Christian Gonzalez, like you want to see his ass play, right? He's or play. right, if or if you draft a, a offensive lineman in the second round, right? Or, or if Paris Johnson's the guy you take in the first round uh, out of Ohio State, like you don't want to watch Dennis Daly take up snaps for him. But he's a guy that if, if Paris Johnson, if, for whatever reason, can't go, You've got depth. You don't just have to go, oh, shit, uh, let's get somebody off the practice squad that's not ready or let's just go sign some guy off the streets. The Cardinals are creating familiarity with vets and guys who have time in this league that you can at least, for a series, get decent play out of. Yeah. it's. I I cannot watch Ben Neiman play over Zayvon Collins or Isaiah Simmons. Right. Those days are over. Thank the good football lords above that those days are over. Uh, Bees, Johnny just gave me PTSD flashbacks listening to Kimes Free Agency Darlings. Listen, like, he was good at that. I We'd be naive to say he did make some good signings, some good trades. But when he would was double he? and triple down, all right, when he would double and triple down, that's when he was it good when blew he, he was face. the coach. I, he had a good offseason two offseasons ago where he went and got Connor and Colt McCoy Everybody cheap on one-year contracts. That was good. But then he went and got Zayvon Collins, 16th overall. And I like Zayvon. I like Zayvon. But that guy just can't help himself in that first round with those linebackers. I hope I'm Steve Kine didn't okay. go into your your daily Isaiah Simmons slander. Well, do you want me to just hit it hard real quick here before I do another read? Uh, people are asking us to talk about the uniforms. We're going to talk about the uniforms in a second. But I want to remind everybody right now. No better time to become a diehard man. Oh, man. If we could tell you what we have in store for all of you as it relates to PHNX and PHNX Cardinals, it's going to blow your flipping minds. And it's all for you. 
But right now, as a precursor, head on over to gophnx.com, become a diehard, right? Super easy. Diehard. Every year you remember, every year you're diehard, get a free t-shirt and or hat from the PHNX Merchandise Locker. It's not a one-off. It gets you 20% off all of our events. Exclusive member Discord. You can come yell at Bo and I on top of the many plethora of PHNX programming. Check out the PHNX Beach, uh, Cardinals official beat reporter, Howard Balzer. Promo code H-O-W-A-R-D. I emphasize this. We have an announcement coming up that's going to just change the way you guys are going to be able to consume Cardinal football. Get this with us this fall. Accessibility is key. Community aspect is key with PHNX. We're very fortunate in a short amount of time. The community that we've all built together, we've got 260 plus people watching to hit that like button. We've got some news pertaining to our draft party, and we got some news for this fall that is off the charts. Ridiculous, amazing, and it's because of all you, Bo. Yeah, it's tough not to say what it is, but uh, so it's impossible. maybe we should stop talking about it so we don't let anything kind of slip out. No, I don't uh, do that. I don't, I don't, I keep, <laughs> no, you're, you're ironclad. You're, nobody can penetrate that as far as <laughs> getting that, that information from you. Uh, also, um, we can talk about something that's really spectacular talk about OG's brands, right? Our okay. friends over at OG's brands, of course, Arizona's favorite cannabis kitchen, like Four Peaks. They're not brewing up beers, but they're creating the best gummy experience. It's tailored to whatever you're looking for. Whatever gummy experience you're looking for, they can provide it to you, right? You're looking for the sativas. You're looking for the indicas. You're looking for maybe something to slow you down, relax, more of a chill evening. Well, you got the great flavors to go along with it. They've got the new happy balance that you need to get in on, and they're now on shelves available at all your local dispensaries that sells OGs. You can just go to their website to find out all about their great products. OGsBrands.com. That's OGsBrands.com. They've also got your sleep edition. Having trouble getting to sleep, staying asleep because this free agency is not doing what you wanted it to do. You're, you're concerned about the rebuild. Maybe Johnny made you too giddy with this future announcement that's coming out. Can't sleep over that. So have that sometime gummy. It's delicious. It's aqua berry flavor, and it's going to help put you to sleep and keep you asleep. And it's going to help flavor your dreams because what OG's Brands does, it flavors your dreams and it flavors your life. Check them out, ogsbrands.com. Find their products, your local dispensary, and follow them on your socials at OG's Brands. Uh, another super chat. Thank you so much, Trenell. $2. Love this super chat. Trade with Tennessee for pick three. You got to drop to 11. You mm -hmm. get 11, 41, 2024 first, and Malik Willis. I like the idea. I think you're going to 11. I'm going to need Tennessee's two next year as well. Um, but I, I don't, you'd have to know what Austin Ford feels about Malik Willis because um, mm -hmm. they benched Malik Willis last year for Joshua Dobbs. Yeah. Uh, and we know they like Joshua Dobbs. If, 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 if they like Malik Willis, then that trade makes a lot of sense, plus a little extra. But I, I think Tennessee, the Cardinals, I feels like before the end of the offseason, whether it's a trade for a player or picks or whatever, they're going to do a deal with, with Tennessee because Austin Ford has relationships there, Bo. Yeah, I'm just not sold on Willis. I'm not sold on Renner, uh, I'm Desmond Renner or, or Ritter. Willis. Yeah, I'm just not. Uh, I think that you'd probably be better – it's just the same as if you were to take a quarterback late in the draft. So why don't you just roll the dice that way uh, and then boost up? I, I like the deal otherwise. I, I think the deal looks great, right? 11-41, future first. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. I'd love to see. Yeah. I think that 
At this point, I saw Daniel Jeremiah released his uh, mock draft 3.0. You had the 33rd team released another mock draft where they had the Arizona Cardinals moving from just three to four with Indy. But And this was an interesting nugget from DJ's latest mock draft. Mm. He had them taking Will Anderson Jr. third overall. But he had in the notes, I don't know if you saw this, he said, quote, I won't be surprised if the Cardinals trade this pick to Indianapolis, Seattle, what? Las Vegas. Yeah. So Seattle at five, they would trade up two spots to get three. We did. You and I were both standing there in front of Pete Carroll when he was talking to the media. He said they're connected to all these quarterbacks. He likes all these quarterbacks. It's interesting. Maybe DJ, I, mean, I don't think DJ is just going to throw that out there, right? Not just playing a little connecting the dots. I mean, if they I, fall, I, I cannot remember. Guys, I cannot remember a team trading within the division to go up and get a quarterback. I mean, it's, it would be unprecedented. Is there within the division um, uh, tax as well with the quarterbacks tax? I hell yeah, there is. Right. Because you're, you're giving them the key, the golden key to the kingdom to beat your ass for the next 15 years. If they hit on a quarterback, I, yeah. I that to me, maybe you float that out there. And I think Pete Carroll's kind of hedging his bet that we like these quarterbacks, push these position players to us. That's a conversation you and I had, but I, I I'm a big, fan of las vegas vegas to me i mean you you get vegas on the phone and you go to seven and conceivably indy has to stay at four and we could see four quarterbacks go within the first four picks and you get a top three position player at seven and then you get to basically go to town on their picks i i I would love to see that i think vegas right now it's you're still in a sweet spot you're still set the, the difference between seven and 11 is is vast right and as much as they're talking up Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, he he's not, you know, a sure thing to finish the season or even, you know, half of a season. So I, they make a ton of sense. And again, we've known this for a little bit. Carolina called the Arizona Cardinals to come up mm-hmm. to pick three. We've got that source definitively. I don't know how far those talks got, but the, clearly they felt like they had to separate themselves and get to number one. But then we found out, via, you know, Ryan Pohl's talking to anybody who, who will listen right now, basically saying that they had at least four teams call them to come up. And we pretty sure of course it was houston it was carolina panthers vegas and then another team whether it was indy or whomever so i I do think that the hopkins trade will be the first kind of shoe to fall Mm -hmm. and then it's like let's do some pro days let's see anthony richardson out there in shorts like ripping it up at florida's pro day and then let's make a deal (laughs) let's get a let's get a deal done in early april and because then it bo it allows us and everybody else to say okay who are the contenders for that pick for the Arizona Cardinals? Because right now it's like they could end up with about 10 different players and they're at pick three. And it's like, well, how does that make sense? Because Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson are probably worthy of the third overall pick. And then there's a drop off. And that drop off would only come if the Arizona Cardinals were to move down, Bo. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to our guys over at CHGO Bears and they're taking a guy like Jalen Carter off their board at nine. Yeah. Like, it's not an option. Our, our guy Carmen's like, no. He's not in the conversation now. Adam Hogan's like, well, I'm going to wait till draft day morning to make oh, my decision Adam. because, oh, Adam. <laughs> you know, you're better than that, Adam. A little conservative, but I like our guy Carmen just as kind of where we are. It's like the red flags are there. They're not going anywhere. You, you already have enough data that says, look, top 10 pick for, for a guy like for Carter. I know he's probably, he could be the biggest ass kicker in this draft, but at the same time, he could be the biggest bust where I yeah. think you got a safer pick with a guy like Will Anderson Jr., who Daniel Jeremiah has predicted the Cardinals take at three, said if they stay there, Anderson makes the most sense for a team that desperately needs the difference maker on the defensive line. So, and look, 
we as we wanted to talk about the uniforms, I mean, there you got it. I mean, you get the number 31 jersey printed out. People will proudly buy the new jersey with their new top pick with his his new number and his his name on the back of the, the jersey. I mean, it's that that's how you start to market your new new team. New uniforms, new team, new players. Uh, a, a guy that you can start to build along with Kyler Murray. You, you got the last year of his rookie deal on the books this year. Let's talk about the new uniforms. Let's okay. do it. Let's rip the bandaid off. What do you know, uh, Johnny? Well, we're just we're sniffing around. And again, <laughs> Arizona Daily Report, football report, came out and said the Cardinals are getting new uniforms. Your boy, Jarecki. And I, I didn't want to come <laughs> out and be like, yeah, that's that's for sure. Right. Um, well, we've we've sniffed around and it's out there. Arizona. Um, we've got some Arizona animal in the chat putting it out there as well. Or I think that's who it was. My chat's a little bit behind right now, but um, it's out there that it's like there's momentum. I have no idea when they're going to be released. Um, but here's what I can tell you. Uh, there are a lot of questions about is this a full scope rebrand or is this minor tweaks or somewhere in between? Uh, I feel confident in telling everybody. Uh, Bucky Bird had that in the chat. I appreciate it, Bucky Bird. We do see your your messages there. We appreciate the support. Um, I, they're not changing the bird. So this bird you see right here, they're going to continue with that bird based on what we're hearing. The bird, the logo is going to remain. There's not going to be, I don't think, any drastic changes to, to the logo itself. That's an expensive change. You can connect the dots there if you want. There, that bird's plastered all over State Farm Stadium. Um, we're I like also, the bird. I really I like too. the bird. It doesn't bother it's me. I, but I think, but I think like, like changing, remember they made it angrier when they unveiled this one. It's like, could you make it even angrier? Could you change <laughs> some of the tints on it? They're leaving the bird alone. The bird um, yeah, it is, it, it, it is angrier because it has I, to pay for its, its, its cafeteria food. I like the bird and I like the white helmet and speaking yeah. of the white helmet, Ooh. white helmets, white helmets sticking around. Um, to what extent? Here's what I got, and take it take it with a grain of salt. White helmet sticking around, but it's tweet, okay? A uh, little bit more modernized, a li- little bit more. Let's call it pizzazz. A little bit more Ooh. flash. It is not <laughs> just. It is not just. We yeah, got the old white helmet uniforms, in. and you throw in pizzazz. That it's got a little bit more of this up. going on right here. Yeah. Um, it's it's not just the the bird on the white helmet, which I love, right. by the way. Like I'm not I'm not bullshitting anybody. Like the uniforms are terrible. Burn them in the in the biggest bonfire you can in the valley. <laughs> I've always liked the helmet. I we have a helmet at the PHNX headquarters. I love it. I wear it around. It's great. So the helmets are changing, and it, there's there's a rumor of a silver face mask. Um, and I, I think See, that, that the, I, that's a little too college for me. I'm not, a, I, I don't like a silver face mask. Oh, no, we're just going to be negative now. We've waited the no, whole show I, to talk about oh, the uniforms. Wow. So you, are you, are you trying to get back at me yesterday because you were kind of poo poo any kind of rumors or uniform talk? Listen, listen, I, listen, look, listen, listen. I just don't want Go silver ahead. face masks. It just, it's, I mean, that's too much pizzazz in my opinion. That, that looks like uh Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. It's like, Hey, we're trying to do something different. Any change is good change. No, you know, that's, that's put it on the t-shirt on the locker, baby. Any change is good change. But let's that's that's the appetizer. I don't have info on what the no, uniform looks like. Bees, old head energy is not not wanting a silver that's face right. mask. That'd hey, gra- hey, grandpa, get out of here, grandpa. We're trying to have fun. I'm excited about the helmet. Bling um, on the face mask out. Doesn't sound like red. Again, 
I don't have the face mask confirmed. It's great that we're just I'm, I'm we're talking piece by I don't piece. Chin strap, reflective chrome face mask. I don't Come know on. if it's. I didn't say chrome. I said little well, silver. What, what else would it be? Silver can be like. Here's the, here's the thing. Mandalorian's really popular. I know you don't watch it because you don't like Star Wars, but he's got a <laughs> he's got a Beskar chrome outfit. Wouldn't hate that. I have not seen. This is just. Uh, information I got from a, a guy who were very close and uh, gave me some information, but it's the, 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 the biggest piece that I would take away is the logo is not changing. The hell we're, very, the show. We're, we're very confident that the uniforms are, are being updated this off season. Pizzazz where he's used in the same conversation as star Wars in the Can Cardinal I, new uniform. Let's report. get serious for a second. Let's get yeah. serious for a second. The helmets were never the problem, right? Like you can make changes to the helmet. That's fine. Tweak it. Black helmet last year, whatever you want to do. The uniforms are egregious. They're the worst in the NFL. They need to be the showstopper because the casual fan, they might, but they're not going to go buy a helmet and wear it around. That'd be kind of weird. People want to buy uniforms. <laughs> you want to hold up the uniform with the, the first overall pick. You want Will Anderson to hold up, not that ghastly monstrosity that we right. had to try it out year after year. So I we, we saw the black helmet reveal last year, and then they did it with the old uniforms, and it, it just, just doesn't match up. Yeah, I think that that was them telling you, like, we're trying, we're trying. By the way, the black helmet and the white helmet will have a similar aesthetic, Ooh. if that makes sense. I that's think that's I that's that. a nice little nugget that you just gave a everybody. Similar aesthetic, right? Yep. I was a, I was an English minor for a reason, folks. Uh, but I have no <laughs> idea what the uniforms look like. We will keep you posted here on PHNX Cardinals. The Cardinals beat, the uniform beat. Um, and again, give credit to Arizona Daily Football Report. Um, and yeah. Bergang Travel had it out there too. Bergang yeah, Travel, he's, not, he's not in our mentions trashing us or yeah, but we give give him credit for reporting it. Yeah, uh, I, listen, we're we want other people in this media market to absolutely say and push out information. We don't no want to do it, it every day. We will, we will do it every day, but we won't have to be the only people doing it. So, but we love Tyler for Bergang Travel. He had it. He might have had it before Arizona Daily Report. Um, Ber fall Bergane travel. They do some great stuff, but um, do you think it's gets revealed before the draft? This is little dreezy, uh, $13.99 super chat. Thank you so much. Has to, you can't, you can't if have Arizona daily hold up that is correct. If it's if, he, he said new jerseys. So on top of what you're saying with the helmet, like they're going to have a new Jersey and yeah, they, they need some Will Anderson or whoever the top pick is holding up that Jersey. Yeah. Um, he said, and he was definitive uh, that it that it's happening. Um, so take that. A lot of people can be definitive on Twitter, and then they can delete old tweets. I've got you know some experience in that realm as well. So <laughs> we'll 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 see. We're listen. I don't root for people to be wrong on this kind of thing. We have been driving the bus. I yeah, said yesterday. I'm going to repeat it. Slamming I've the table for years. I, you every won. administrative person. At the hierarchy of the Cardinals, I've asked, please change the uniforms, change them. They're awful. Fans want these uniforms changed. That's Sounds not like a you're question. That's you telling. That's just you. I've been to two that. combines. <laughs> I've been to two combines, and as a result, I feel like we got a black helmet. Now we got full blown uniforms. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, I got you. Using big expensive words like you did this segment is impressive. Mm, got some super chats. Uh, let's, let's see here. Topic 64, uh, $4.99. Thank you so much. I want Zavin's mentor to get turned up. I'm just going to start calling him Gentle Ben. I want him to be that Ray Lewis-type linebacker. Motor, not mentor. My bad. Uh, aggressive. 
Mm. I, I think Zayvon Collins is going to be like everybody's prime breakout candidate for this defense under Jonathan Gannabo. I think the biggest thing there, and we can, can we put that back up here as far as you want that Ray Lewis type motor. The biggest thing for Zayvon Collins is between the ears, right? Mm-hmm. He's a guy that athletically is gifted as any linebacker in this league, right? And then he is, as soon as he's just out there reacting, he knows exactly what his role is on each and every given play. He's going to be a monster, but that's such a big obstacle so far that that's the biggest issue because as far as, you know, the physical gifts, he's got them. So if Jonathan Gannon and Nick Rollins can put him in a position to where he's just out there reacting and doing what's kind of become second nature, he will become one of those, one of those players. But that's, that's the biggest hurdle for this, for this, uh, for that Cardinals third year linebacker. What else we got? Got another super chat here. Pedro, our guy, 499. Super chat. Thank you so much. Uh, if it makes watching the Cardinals easier in Sacramento, keep talking to me. Well, listen, oh, we're, I don't want to say negative. We're on the team when they need to be, you know, chastised. When they need to be, you know, critiqued, then we're going to come at them. And if the team looks like they did last year, then we'll get on Jonathan Gannon and Monty Austin for it. But here, I'm going to say something that I think, again, I always have new t-shirt ideas, but this this is a legitimate one. We have started the offseason. We have gotten a new external GM for the first time in 30 years. We have gotten a new head coach that coordinated the Super Bowl runner-up defense, a new external GM, right? They're going to have the third pick that they're going to parlay into more picks, right? And they're going to get new uniforms. That's it. From the reality that a lot of Cardinal fans thought going into that final Sunday against San Francisco, where it was being rumored, with all due respect to Adrian Wilson, Quentin Harris, co-GMs, which mm-hmm. would have been the laughing stock in the NFL, and keeping Cliff Kingsbury because his contract was too big, you didn't want to eat it, and Vance Joseph potentially being the heir apparent, we've come a long way. So yeah. that we're not here to complain just to complain. They're checking a lot of boxes for, at least for me, Bo. Right. It's it's the fan base, and, and we're, we're a part of that. We're a part of that community trying to hold this organization accountable. And, you know, they can say it till they're blue in the face. They said it during the Steve Wilkes firing press conference that they held themselves responsible and accountable. And then what we see, we saw them make similar mistakes and there wasn't enough change in within the organization to where you could point to, okay, this is what works. Because I think since they brought in those external guys, they're realizing and they're empowering them and delegating them this power that they're 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 cleaning house. And yeah. you know, it's it's this full resets happening. It's happening because, you know, people are speaking up. And uh, you know, I, I received a, a direct message today uh from a very loyal Arizona Cardinals season ticket holder who was uh on the phone renewing his tickets and we continues oh, so to hold good. the owner accountable. This so is good. the message I received. Here it is. I'll also use it for the payment today, correct? Yes, please. Awesome. And You're if you all good to go there. Okay. And if you could, I, I I know this has nothing to do with you, but if you could put a special note on the nineteen hundred that I just spent and donate it to the cafeteria so our players don't have to pay for a sandwich. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Please do that for me. That's the first time I've heard that, I'll tell you that. Okay, well ask Mr. Bidwell to please take my money and give our players some food. <laughs> oh man that's uh that's from like God, yes eighth season he's renewing his season tickets uh makes a long drive to come see this team play 
They've got one win in the last 18 months that he's he's watched live. And I, oh my I'm not going to I'm not going to out who he is. He wants to keep uh, be anonymous, but that, I don't even that's know if he was American hero right there. That's yeah. an American hero. W- retire that man's jersey. Yeah. Uh, retire that man's season tickets. That's fantastic. It I feel sucks. bad for the uh, season ticket uh, salesman. He's just taken taken uh, just it's shots job, because. It's like I got a hard he's got a hard job these days. He's like, you think the players have it hard? I, I probably he probably can't even eat in the cafeteria. And listen, is it great that the, the, the season tickets like went up 20%? No, that's and I'm not we're not here to tell anybody go spend money on something you don't want to do. But it's it sucks, man. We're gonna be, you know, active this fall and and we want to see that stadium filled with red. <clears throat> and but I know. That that's not conceivable sometimes with how much the tickets cost and the product on the field. So do what's right for you. But I'm never going to root for the team selling their tickets or fans selling their tickets to the opposing fan base. But I can tell you who doesn't love that look, Michael Bidwell. Because, um, I mean, that was the reality. Tampa Bay and Seattle and all these teams, the Chargers who have no fans, took over State Farm Stadium last year. But what yeah. cures that, Bo Brock, is, is winning. They got to get some dubs. And in the meantime... Callers like that holding down the fort, keeping mm-hmm. the seat warm until this puppy's revved up again. Yep, great content from our viewers out there. Uh, so thankful for all of you. We want to tell you about a great event that's going down tomorrow. We've had some great Absolutely. super chats today, but tomorrow they mean a little bit more. We are uh, partnering with uh, Ryan House. Super chats during tomorrow's broadcast on March 22nd are donated directly to Ryan House opening doors and opening hearts. So if you have anything to give, and we, we, we'll say anything at this point, any any super chat you can give and give to Ryan House, we're appreciative of it. Uh, make sure during any broadcast tomorrow on PHNX Community Day that uh, re- remember that the super chats during that broadcast go to Ryan House. We're excited about it to give and be a part of that. Just as we're fortunate enough and grateful to be a part of this great community, uh, the PHNX Sports and Cardinals community. Yeah, we're very fortunate, um, and it's it's time to help out the less fortunate and to be there, and, and we appreciate the endless support from everybody in this um, this stream right now uh, that we've had. It's been, I would say, a, a semi-busy day <laughs> for the Arizona Cardinals. Made a couple signings, not to everybody's liking, but man, oh man, we're going to wake up and we're going to get a Hopkins trade sooner rather than later. Pedro Dollar ninety nine super chat buckle the f up Red Sea buckle the fuck up Red Sea that's what he's saying. There we go. There we go. go. Let's go. Will Anderson's on this team this fall. (laughs) I'm gonna want to be at that stadium every fucking Sunday. I want to see Will Anderson kick some ass with Buda Baker and take some names in brand new uniforms. That that's gonna get me to the stadium. Um, here's what's gonna get me to the show every day is you gotta subscribe. Subscribe to PHNX Cardinals podcast wherever you get your podcast. Take your phone right now. Go to your podcast link. Type in PHNX Cardinals. Follow it. Bo and I drop exclusive, emphasis on exclusive audio-only pods with information and news you can't get anywhere else, including these live streams. So go subscribe right now. We're coming off our biggest month. We're on track to have our biggest month to date. That's because of all of you. We're, I mean, we're on standby. Until this Hopkins news breaks or trade down or whatever, Emergency pod. Maybe we'll get a signing worthy of that. We haven't had an opportunity to do an emergency pod in a hot yeah. minute. So we're, we're definitely we're definitely due for that. But uh, in the meantime, everybody's due here. Subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. Ring that bell. Get those notifications. We are back. Minana. 
for a very special show. In the meantime, thank you guys for Bo Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll see you tomorrow.